0: Go hang a salami! I'm a lasagna hog. Here we are again, folks, in our respective pod studios, uh, fresh off episode ten. Oh, great episode! One zero, yeah, our best one yet, and Definitely. we also had our first React series episode Yeah, on Super Bowl fifty six, the big game. Yep. We had some that thoughts. Fun. Yeah. We had some thoughts. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it was a fun thing for us to do. Um, anyway, so we are well into February now. Uh, the shortest. Definitely the coldest month here uh, in the the northern plains of uh, Michigan, Um, and there's actually more to come on the weather front, so to speak, so uh, stay tuned for that, but uh, Mark, what's new with you, buddy?
1: Yeah, I mean, we like to stay positive, but on the weather front, (laughs) February is objectively the worst month. Thankfully, it's the shortest month, man. I mean, we've had some nice days here and there. I know we don't talk about the weather all the time, but a little bit of sun. It's a lot lot of crummy days, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. um i've tried to sneak in a few runs here and there right it's one of my big goals for the year but oof, the trails are really running slick. Man. i told it you take uh, much ice to no fall, last last week i did fall i didn't slip i, I stubbed my toe because it was like you know, it was like pants. moguls you know for yeah. ice basically yeah and there was a guy like 100 yards in front of me i just i went down Oof.
0: yeah you made around. an audible audible sound It too right it you made going the sound. yeah yeah I, I don't know if it's uh it speaks to the fact that, you know, everybody that you see in nature, running, biking, whatever, they're like all plugged into headphones, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, but um,
1: I do note, um, I caught up to him a quarter mile down the road and just kind of gave him a little nod as I went by. So
0: awesome. He's like, yeah. who's a stranger That's yeah. not fallen, but you did fall. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm getting, I'm doing a little bit of running myself. Um, I, I have, I've had some time off running, um, partially my choice, partially my body telling me to. <laughs> maybe take it back a step or two. So yeah, I haven't run much since October when I had that marathon, but, uh, it's hard to believe that I used to be a diehard winter runner, you know, 10 plus years. I always said, I always said that I was weather agnostic. It sounded kind of fancy, but it basically meant that whatever happened, happened. I just, you know, there's no bad weather, just bad clothes kind of adage, but, uh, there is, man, I, I don't know if I'll ever get back into it. It's like that. Once you break that streak of doing something, it's so hard to train your body to accept sort of the misery. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know winter running. I maybe I'm going to be a three season guy. I don't know. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, well, speaking of sports, let's give the fans, the rundown on episode 11 here. What we on tap?
1: Yeah. So for sports sticking with the winter theme, we're going to talk about hockey specifically the NHL and why it's not popular. For finance, we've got a a heavy lift. The semiconductor industry. Say that five times fast, right? Uh, Yeah. Chips, chips, chips. Yeah. And the wild card. We're sticking with the theme here. Winter activities in general, and we'll give our uh, our hot takes. Maybe cold takes. Maybe our cold takes. There we go. Yeah.
0: How does windshield play into those? I guess right. Drops it. Um. Anyway, so let's get into it. Three, two, one. Let's Let's get get into into it. it double title reveal there guys notice that 11 oh. 11 that's 11 well, yes they really don't care what they talk about they just want to have a good time let's get into it uh so our first topic why isn't hockey more popular in the u.s um i'm gonna start with you mark when was the first nhl game do you know
1: I don't know off the top of my head. I was going to guess sometime in the 30s or 40s, 1930s or 40s.
0: So you were in the right century, at least Uh, 19, (laughs) 1917 featured the Montreal Wanderers and the Toronto arenas.
1: So that's NHL game, maybe not hot.
0: Yes, this is (laughs) NHL. um, And I will say that a lot's changed for the better. And the names have, I don't know the Wanderers and arenas. It's hard to it's hard to think about selling merch for for those. I think the Wanderers
1: oh. was kind of cool, actually. It's, it's,
0: okay, I'll give you that. The Arenas is just basically okay. They they play in one. At least they, they aren't animal
1: one. names, but
0: yeah. Um, the Wanderers won that first game ten to nine. Congratulations! Uh, exciting to them. all seven hundred fans. Yeah. Um, but man, a scoreline like that, there may not 9. be a problem with the, with the NHL uh being popular if ten to nine was the average score, right? Hmm. But no. anyway, um, second quick question name the four major sports in America.
1: Uh NFL, 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 and <laughs> NFL. You're right. You're right, completely right. So NBA yeah. and uh whatever it's called, MLB baseball. baseball. MLB. Yeah. yeah.
0: So NHL I, was is not, I was not
1: gonna say MLS. I know you want no, to be <laughs> no, I, I
0: put that in the notes, you know, the the proverbial pinky <laughs> finger, right? Yeah. MLS, major league soccer. Um which we'll talk about briefly, but yeah, hockey's a distant fourth though. I mean, if, uh, if you're ranking or even trying to just talk about popularity in general, um, basically any metric you're going to have the NHL is basically in the minor leagues. It's the distant, uh, step, step cousin. Mm. But anyway, my question is, I have many questions for you, Mark, obviously, but why? So hockey's fast paced, <clears throat> um, visually, I think it, it's a good visual game. Save the small puck. That's a huge issue it's high energy, it's loud, it's concussive. The rules are mostly understandable. And yeah, I say that, with that, right? Right, I mean, of course, like football has thousands of rules. Um, hockey has some rules, but I think generally speaking, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive, right? I mean, skating at that speed, Take passing, skill. shooting. Yeah, it's a very skilled sport, no matter what you say, uh, it's you easily see that. It's physical. Um, there's a lot of hitting and we generally like physical sports, but you know, despite these attributes and, um, it's an afterthought in most, most, in most markets and they've had a century to get this thing, right. I mean, 1917 yeah. was a while ago and, um, a lot of times elapsed. So anyway, moving on, moving on, I'm going to give you guys five reasons why I think hockey is playing second fiddle to most of the other major sports in the U S and then fourth, Mark fourth fiddle. Yeah. You're going to hit me with, yes, fourth fiddle. You're going to hit me with some rebuttals. Yeah. So number one, numero uno, the U.S. loves being the best at things, right? Mm-hmm. So hockey's not a sport that the U.S. dominates. Nope. The biggest stars in the league have been from some time, usually Canadian or European.
1: Case in point, look at the Olympics right now.
0: <laughs> yes, we lost us. I think, Slovakia or yeah. something. Uh, so yeah, what do you think about that?
1: You're just saying because the U.S. isn't the best. We just ignore this.
0: We don't, we just don't, we just don't care in the same way. Right. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think there's some truth to that. I mean, I think it's a pretty bold statement, but I think when people watch football, basketball, you know, these are American athletes who went to American institutions, universities, Maybe it's a factor. They seem more relatable. We feel like we kind of know them. Obviously we, we don't. And honestly, there shouldn't be any reason why a a player from international wouldn't be just as impressive, but maybe that does play into it. Some, at some capacity. Uh, Number two, though, lack of star power. If you ask someone in the U S to name the biggest athletes in the world, you might eventually get down to a hockey player, but it's not certainly going to be your top five or 10, right? Um, not. No. So how does this, this one sit with you? Um, I think
1: that's a symptom of the lack of popularity, not the reason for it. We, we, you know, we talked about before at some point about how you can't see the face of a hockey player. That's what people kind of say. So it's like a a faceless body, but the NFL, you can't see their face either. You know what I mean? So that argument's kind of moot, um, for the NBA, obviously you can see the player's face. So you maybe have a connection with them. So I don't know. I don't know if that's really valid.
0: Yeah, I think you make an interesting point. Um, I think in some ways is hockey not popular, or is this popularity just seemingly dwarfed by basically football? Uh, yeah. right? so it's all so, relative, I mean, maybe. It's it's relative. I mean, hockey is a very popular sport. There are millions of people right in the US that's six zeros that could still <clears throat> mention Ovechkin and Crosby. I mean, there's certainly there's certainly household names nationwide, maybe not to the same extent as the Tom Brady's of the world. So I mean, maybe where we're looking at this is we're we're too harsh on hockey because we're saying it's not popular, but it is popular. It's just the the, the magnitude of everything else is just dwarfing it, right? Maybe, so, yeah. Kind of a thought there. Okay. Uh, number three, it's cold. Yep. It's cold. Becoming yep. a fan of a sport often happens during <clears throat> your youth when you yourself participate and play it. Um, and you know, kids don't always skate in all parts of the U.S. This is changing though. This is changing, I mean. Uh, with changing, but you, there's certain things you can't change. I mean, this is
1: one of the bigger factors to me. I mean, if you're in yes, Tampa, it's a big factor. you're not skiing outside ever. It, you got to have an arena next door. So that's going to be, you know, a very small chance you actually get exposed. Um, and I think the, this argument, if it's true, the inverse is true too, huge, right? Huge, yes. If you're up in Toronto or you're not playing, you know, soccer outside in the winter, you'd have to have an indoor arena for that. So the accessibility of these sports in your youth definitely definitely matters
0: i agree yeah i mean location matters um why do you say it's changing do you
1: think it's changing what's
0: the reason why i think it's changing is you see when i've looked at the just the different rosters of different players in the AHL, there's a lot more people from california and some of the some of the sunnier states but basically it's uh, just california i don't know California's the anomaly yeah. a lot of resources there's a lot of places where there's, there's big money i mean yeah so but no i mean I think this is a big factor. It's cold. Uh, lack of diversity is the number four reason that I'm going to present you guys. Uh, you know, it's it's by far the least diverse of the four major sports, um, and essentially, I think that plays into the total popularity of it.
1: So more yeah, of that I, really. Yeah, I think it's part of the same conversation we just had. It, it's all about your youth exposure, right? Yep, see um, playing it growing In the up. US, all you need is a basketball and you can go play pickup basketball at the local park.
0: Every small, small hockey, village city has a court. Yeah, there's
1: not pickup hockey in El Paso,
0: you know. Yep. So basically, I mean, I think you're right. I the popularity of hockey is always going to be linked at some level to the to the fact that it's a sport that isn't really accessible to lower income families. Obviously, I know the NHL has programs and there's nonprofit groups who are trying to change these things, which I applaud. It's just
1: it is interesting. if so it's just, it's many small. of the players are uh, European. If you are a casual European hockey fan, are you watching the NHL? Is that your professional league?
0: I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, I think that there's a lot of options. That Cause you can like personally. for
1: soccer or football, it's all local to where you are in the world. Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. There's no but way that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I honestly don't know. I'm curious. Yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting question. It's an interesting point. Um, and then number five kind of dovetails into four and three. It's expensive money, money, money. Um, it's expensive. Yeah. And I think I may have mentioned that previously, but yeah, I mean, you, you wrote in your notes that you think this is, this is probably the number one, number one,
1: definitely. And it, and it all ties into everything else. The youth exposure again, to play right. basketball you need a ball and a hoop, play to play football or soccer. All you need is the ball for that sport hockey you need your sticks your pucks and ice skates and a frozen rink right it's got to be clear and smooth too you can't just do it like you think oh you just go out on the the lake or the river no it's completely different
0: you won't be like any any you can't skate at all on that what about tv do you think that the nhl presents a competitive tv package so to speak Uh, i um yes i think they do but i think maybe they didn't um it's
1: hard to see the puck Remember, like, you know, we got the Fox tracker. Yeah, the blue they were to and put, stuff. Like,
0: a blue arc around like a comet or something. But right. think
1: about it like 50 years ago or watching black and white. There's no way that There's no, no going to translate. Whereas football yeah. is kind of big and slow and lumbering. Right. You can see mm-hmm. that still. I don't remember seeing black and white hockey footage. Maybe it's because I'm not as big of a fan. I don't know. So I think yeah, not yeah, having one of those that.
0: Things, did you look for it? Did, yeah. yeah.
1: You, you, it, you didn't have that ritual of watching it around the table. And so right, that didn't right, translate to right, right. the generations, whereas maybe football did. Right.
0: That's a good point. So those are some of the reasons why probably hockey isn't as popular. I'm going to give you guys two quicker rebuttals. Okay. Uh, two things the NHL can do to make more <clears throat> popular. First one, it's going to be controversial. I know that uh, there's going to be folks who disagree with, with me. Abolish fighting. Um, obviously we're in a golden age of health concerns. Uh, the NA the NFL is, is has concussions and other problems like that.
1: This is the golden age. I don't know. I hope there's a better age.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true. But Unfortunately, I, I is, it's a big thing right now. So yeah. uh, we kind of are moving to, to really putting an emphasis on speed finesse athleticism and, you know, people who basically are paid to basically be the, the fighters, the brawlers. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure there's really a space for that in this new league. That's that's bigger on the sort of the showmanship and the, and the speed and the, and, yeah. and, and i just don't think it you know and this is something that i've heard from a lot of different people so oh yeah everybody um, i
1: agree wholeheartedly and it's in any sport Fighting just stops the game i hate it in, in baseball too you know what i mean it's like, very
0: awkward i mean and basically you can't fight in any of the of lower leagues i mean you can't fight in college you can't i mean it's no you want to check somebody like, and
1: get mad that's fine but right. like these giant take the gloves off it's just ridiculous just play freaking hockey like
0: right you're not scoring
1: points with your punches so
0: think we're moving away from that um and then you know number two uh relocate to more promising cities um there was this whole movement to put um nhl teams in sort of like the south and uh it hasn't worked super well in terms of you know participation and attendance uh Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cities that could, could possibly even put two teams in they mentioned toronto montreal i mean basically canada Canada can support two teams. Yeah, I don't um, know. don't see this in the other leagues with, you know, LA and New York City. But you don't like this, Mark. No,
1: don't, I don't. I don't think I agree. You'd have to prove to me that the market wasn't already saturated. If, I mean, yeah, I know Chicago. You got White Sox and Chicago, yes. being right, the like, You know, North but, and South teams. Like, but it, I don't know. I, th- I just say, I, I feel the- like the market's already saturated. I, I don't, I'd, I'd like to see a different way of trying to expand the audience. Maybe moving South didn't work,
0: but. I don't know. Maybe maybe there's too many teams. I actually read an article doing research for this that's, that, that suggested that there were twice as many teams as that they there should be the NHL. We should have 15 teams. Everyone's
1: always about hitting like 30 teams, right? 30 it seems, 30 or it's 30, 32. It's a like huge,
0: it is huge though. Be it's good with
1: 16. Model. Why is sixteen not okay? Right. Right. It's, uh, it's Cubs, so. by the way, it was a team I kept not thinking of.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So so basically, um, those are some suggestions that I had read. I think I think partially they're interesting. Maybe um, I do. I do
1: have to point out. Thanks for the ideas, but you actually didn't address any of like the root issues we referenced above. The root issues all about accessibility,
0: right? The root issues were not addressed. Youth accessibility, and accessibility. unless we
1: are, you know, let's say changing the global weather so that ice
0: is everywhere, I don't know how to I do know, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the opposite, honestly. So, so what's your big takeaway? What is so hockey? For uh, you? Here's what, okay, yeah. Here's what my can be idea. Done? What can
1: be done. Uh, uh, crazy idea, pivot and make the sport focused around roller hockey or street hockey or roller blades or whatever you want. Exactly. That way you can use it in any warm weather. I mean, you still need the skates, the blades, whatever you want to call them, but you could do that in a parking lot, right? You don't need the ice. What do you think? I
0: mean, my favorite memories of playing hockey, so to speak, are basically in a driveway with a a tennis ball. You just kind of whack it around.
1: Now you don't have the same kind of, um, um, beautiful dexterity probably on a parking lot as you do on ice, right? It's not quite as precise, but
0: you know, I I think it should be a viable option. And I think that people will be, people will be more associated with the sport. Um, Yeah. I have no
1: um, opinion on field hockey. I don't even know what
0: that is. Yeah. So (laughs) final question. Do you think hockey will be more popular in 2030 than it is in 2022? Um, I will take the over i'm going to say
1: yes it's going to become number 3 because baseball is dead
0: yeah i think i think you you sort of hit hit on the head there in terms of of the four major sports you have two that are sort of going yeah. in this direction you yep. know basketball and and football obviously and then we could have honestly done this podcast on why is baseball losing fans <sighs> and not being as important right we'll, we'll need 4 hours for that so oh. i know just I know. Like a game it's a, it's so long so anyway so, yeah, um, my answer is yes I'm going to agree with you, and I think All your right. answer—I think your answer is perfect. So, uh, finance. What do we have for finance, sir?
1: Have you seen the price of cars recently, Ian?
0: It is through the roof, my friend. Right? It is. Do you know why? So, I think that part of the problem is that there's no new cars. They're mm-hmm. they're super backlogged. Mm-hmm. And so supply the price, chain, yada, supply yada, chain yada. issues, yeah. uh, supply and demand. Uh, and because of the fact that there's no new cars, the used car market is completely turned on its head. Yeah, And they're offering you basically the same value for a car you bought five years ago. I, I'm I hearing, know, you know,
1: which we always joke, that'd be great. I'll sell my car, make some money, but I have to buy another car buy, in yeah. return. So it's kind of, it's net neutral.
0: Anyway, yes, one of the, one of the
1: big reasons is semiconductors, right? Semicondu- Chip shortages. I know we keep hearing it. It's not just cars. Not pit, it's not just chips. No, it's your your, chips. your phones, <laughs> your airplanes, your televisions, your smart refrigerator, right? Chips, chips, chips. Um the is just through the roof, you know. And if you ever want to see those flying cars that've been promised for decades, we're going to need even more chips, right? I want them by 2030, same as when hockey's going to be popular again. <laughs> uh, maybe 2040, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, So there's a cool website out there called Visual Capitalist, which has tons of data visualized, right? Um, And I was checking them out. And according to them, 54% of all semiconductors are fabricated by one company, uh, TSMC, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, which is located in Taiwan, right? So that's 54%. Number two is Samsung, who we all know, 17% in South Korea. And then number three is United Microelectronics Corporation, big names. Because UMC also in Taiwan. The big takeaway being Taiwan, That's China, a and South percentage. Korea
0: make up eighty-seven percent of all fabricated chips. Right. That means chips that are actually manufactured. Yes, there's hard coded, hardwired, fabless,
1: quote unquote chips, um, which is a company like Intel. They design the chip, but they're not fabricating it. Those are mostly done in Asia.
0: Yeah, I never thought we'd uh, say the word fabulous on our pod, but here we did it. Right, and, fabulous,
1: um, maybe, but not fabulous. But
0: 87% of anything is a, is a huge number. Um, I can't believe we've gotten away with having that kind of percentage. From essentially, odd. three companies.
1: Yeah, it's odd. It's, country. It'd be a monopoly if it was in one one. I mean, company that's global. So,
0: Right, I, I, I'm amazed. And I be, before this whole story came about, I didn't realize that there was these smart chips in everything. You know, I, I basically didn't, I, I knew that cars had all these new features and things like that, but I had no idea how embedded and how many separate individual uh, chips literally embedded. Yes. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people probably didn't realize that. I mean, this is kind of like the stuff that's secretly operating everything that we, that oh, we yeah. interact with. It's mean, in your remote, it's in your ring doorbells, it's in your vacuum cleaners. Like, I mean, just how much, how many are within 30 feet of you when you're in your home? I mean, it's, yeah, it's gotta be a staggering number. And, so anyway, where are we at? Where are we yeah, at?
1: Yeah. Well, what we're not going to do is discuss geopolitics, right? But it is important to note. Yes. We said that 87% was China, Taiwan, and South Korea. But China, of course, considers Taiwan part of its territory. And last I checked to look at the Olympics, China and the U.S. were not really best buddies, right?
0: Yeah, there's there's no collaborative podcast that they put together on Saturday nights. No, no. Put that no. out there.
1: Um. So... Ian, you had a great solution for hockey.
0: What is the solution for <laughs> chips in America, in the world, really? Um, I mean, basically, the first two are money, money first and money. First two are money, yes. And then um, I think the urgency has hit a level seriously where it's hurt consumers enough that it's going to spur an action, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the first stage of things where you complain. There's a general shortage, and there's, like, this time where, like, it's a real, it's a real huge shortage. We're at that point now, obviously. Right. When you look
1: at inflation, there's inflation that's high, right. and then there's like the chip related inflation. It's like this which triple
0: yeah. just mushing us. And so we got to produce more chips. More chips. And we'll more um, chips. I think that there's no reason why we can't do that in America. Obviously, it's not gonna happen overnight. Um, but basically, if this sort of global disruption, you know covid issue has taught us one thing it's that uh we really can't we have to fix this or start to fix this now Mm -hmm. um we need more options and it's not it's not as if the supply chain issues are going to be resolved with just more factories in dayton ohio but we have to start at least talking about maybe getting these built someplace else i think yeah
1: i mean Um, i think the only solution the short-term fix is the government Intervention, right? They need to yeah, we dump can't loads of money
0: no produce more. That it's just physically impossible. And if you sign the paper
1: and you chips. break around today, how many years? At least one, two, maybe three to get chips produced. Like so people can't mess around. We need subsidies, we need incentives.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe in the long term, globally, things will smooth out. Um, we need some action though.
0: We do need some action i think uh it's impossible to also believe that you know we're going to develop within the next even five years a new microchip super chip that's going to be easier to produce for a while it's we're probably going to be it, they're going to be difficult they're going to take time um obviously we're not going to turn our backs on the fact that everything moving forward from your toaster no to your furnace to your i mean everything 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 is going to have these running in the background Um, So to somehow think that we're going to pause or take a step back is- Yeah, and regarding the super chips,
1: right? It's kind of two sides to the coin. There's the manufacturing, there's also the R&D. So we didn't touch on this, but TSMC and Samsung, according to Visual Capitalist, are the only companies capable of producing the five nanometer chips that go into iPhones. Everybody else is on a, I don't know, a larger size, right? So- (laughs) I don't know, yeah. That'd be even smaller, I guess,
0: but yeah. Yeah, I mean, iPhones is basically a good example. I mean, the number of iPhones manufactured and sold is absolutely staggering. Mm -hmm. And um, when you
1: recycle the old ones, that's great for a lot of the components. Right, If the chips are outdated, then that's at least, it's like not a one-to-one recycling, right? Yeah. You you get the metals out, but not the same
0: chip, not the technology, so. So do you you feel optimistic, Mark, that because because the urgency is so high Mm -hmm. that you know, there's going to have to be some pretty serious changes. I
1: feel optimistic because maybe I'm being cynical. uh, Money drives everything. And so if chips are the future um, and that's where consumers are going to spend their money, then I would hope the government finds a way to fund that here so that we can ultimately make more money in our, you know, capitalist economy. So yeah, I'm optimistic. Um, I cannot
0: imagine a time and place where they're not manufacturing Fifteen it's, quadrillion iPhones every quarter. It's the quarter. future. It's, I mean, you need happening. your you need your flying car. So, fly to the hockey Dang game. Right we do. Like, Dang right. I mean, maybe I guess the 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 silver lining is that um, all these factors sort of coming together, this 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 confluence of supply chain disruptions, is finally shining a light in the fact that this is probably like one of many things that we're going to be are going to be revealed to be like necessity. Not done very efficiently
1: drives change and innovation. Right.
0: Yes. You need external
1: forces to change things sometimes. You know, we all know it's broken. You ignore it, ignore it, ignore it. Well, now we can't.
0: Can't ignore it. We cannot ignore it. Um, It's it's a good thing. So, anyway, I think that you will all be hearing more about this in the coming months. Um, Stay tuned. And if this is the first time you're hearing about it, um, we're glad to be talking to you about this. Breaking news, right? (laughs) Breaking news. You heard it here. Episode 11. Put this in the uh, time capsule. So let's hit the
1: wild card uh, again.
0: So the wild card we have is we're just gonna go right into winter again. It's a winter
1: theme today. Sorry. Winter
0: theme, winter wonderland, yeah. 13 degrees out. Let's just hit it. So I'm gonna do kind of a rapid fire
1: all right. I'm ready.
0: Section. I'm gonna hit yeah. you some questions. Yeah. Um, so the first question <clears throat> is shovel snowblower. Mm-hmm. What's your hot take on this, man? This is shovel. this is like shovel. I'm team, you're I'm,
1: a, I'm team shovel. You're a yeah. shovel
0: guy. Why? Why? I've man? had
1: a snowblower. Um, but every freaking year. I spend more time getting the dang thing running and taking up space in my garage. than the time it takes to shovel the snow, maybe twice a year. I wish I had it right. When you get that like monster 12 inches, it
0: doesn't doesn't, doesn't
1: happen. It's, it's only, you can take care of it. The only time I do wish I had it again, once or twice a year is if like the snow all comes during the day when you're at work, By the time you get home, three people came over the driveway and it's all been packed down. Um, but otherwise no team shovel. You're on the same team, right? I hope so.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I have, this is like kind of a pet peeve. It's been slowly simmering in my head for, for months, for months now. I, I love a good shovel. I think um, obviously workout out too, right? Yes. Obviously there are health concerns. If, if, yeah, if, if you, you got a bad that, back and you're 65. Right. So, I mean, but if you can do a 30 minute shovel, great, great full body workout um, you're in the elements, you're breathing in that cold air. There's no fume. There's no exhaust. I mean, I yeah. take pride in the fact that I can, when I shovel my driveway, I'm usually competing, competing air quotes. It's just yeah. me with many different neighbors and they, they don't, generally they snowblower. don't know it. Right. They don't know it. <laughs> they might, if they, if they're listeners, hopefully they're not anyway. Hopefully so they are. <laughs> I basically whoop them. I'm, I'm able to keep up with the snowblower. Um, my driveway is just as good. Just, just it looks perfect. Just like Would you does. say you're a
1: speed shoveler. So you classify yourself as I don't
0: I'm not going super fast. I just no. think that you're just you're constantly moving. I mean, it's just it's different. It's a different motion. Um, okay. So basically, I'm team shovel. Team yes, shovel. there are times where you have a snow apocalypse. Obviously, they come in handy occasionally. But shovel, man, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so what what makes a good snow for you,
1: Mark? Talk about your
0: your preferred snow.
1: All right. Depends on the activity I want to do, right? There's two kinds. There's the light and fluffy, which is great for adventuring in the woods because you can walk around. But yes. For building so snowmen cool. or forts or snowballs, you need wet snow. Like this winter, we've had a day or two where it's wet snow. We've had a lot of the light fluffy stuff. Um,
0: it's like it's dry. It's, it's soulless. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so
1: interesting. that's two answers for you. Two good kinds, either dry or wet. <laughs>
0: and then the third being the combination for sledding right where you kind of want yeah i don't i, like I don't a, you want a tougher you want a, a down base and a little fluff on top to kind of shoot through I right and then
1: it kind of gets packed on a little bit and you've got like your path or your channel you um, got to work that channel though it depends i think on the slope you have and the the sled apparatus that you're using apparatus yes tie, yes.
0: apparatus um so for me i definitely agree i think my preference yeah. <laughs> if i can be you know playing snow god is First couple snows, I want it to be wet, mm-hmm. a little bit heavier, because then you can do like the whole snowball, the building a fort, the, get your snowman up and running, you know, do that, yes, but then further down the road, yeah, get that established. But if you're going to be doing anything like snowshoeing, hiking, just kind of being in the oh, snow. yeah, We
1: even touch on like skiing and snowshoeing. Yeah.
0: I basically think that, you know, some of the lighter fluffier stuff is better. Um, it sparkles nicer. Um, you Lighting can generally fun. plan it a little easier. Yeah. Just your snow, oh. not your not your content. Right, exactly. So that's my snow. Um okay. this, is a, this is a double hitter here. So would you rather have really cold temps, no snow, or snow and you know, like that upper 20s, low thirties kind of temps?
1: Uh yeah, definitely snow and warmer. I don't like it if it's yeah. zero and no snow. That's just like
0: when it hurts the, your face. The
1: only time i like that is if you step outside like at 11 o'clock at night and it's cold and dark and still and you can like look hey, up hey, and
0: that feeling is just amazing you like
1: feel like you're one with the universe but other than that moment i want it yes. snow in the warm upper 20s low 30s um you helped me a couple years ago i tried doing a Oof. backyard ice rink
0: ptsd from that one yeah. it was
1: fun but i would say unsuccessful um lessons learned lessons learned lessons learned yeah any hole it's like what's like what they say about your house if you have like 50 little pins around the house you got a hole like you know as big as a basketball Mm -hmm. for air to leak out the same thing in your in your tarp or whatever's in the ground any little dinky holes water will
0: find a hole to go to to yes and if
1: it's going through that hole running water does not freeze
0: nothing you will will ever you you can't give it enough water hoses and hoses and
1: buckets of water in the backyard and yeah the other issue was you got to have high walls. You can't have like one inch of the wall because your yard is not as flat as you ever think it is. And you
0: have a particularly visually is? flat yard. Very flat. I, I, I can't but... think of a flatter yard, but it's not no, perfectly yeah. flat.
1: It's the flattest There's... yard in America, definitely, but not flat enough for a one inch wall on your ice hockey rink.
0: That's a physics lesson.
1: Yeah. So I'll try to get in the future, um, you know, get some four by somethings and
0: taller walls, maybe flatten your walls,
1: yard out. Yeah. <laughs> Taller walls. I hear it always works. So,
0: yeah, I mean, basically, um I think that super cold temperatures are, there's frankly annoying. Maybe it's easier to drive without without snow on the on the roads, but yeah, basically, yeah. I don't want to be outside where the weather hurts my face within no. thirty seconds. It's like you're on Mars when you like, breathe in and like your your nostrils freeze immediately. Like, like, yeah, you feel yeah. Like your lungs. Yeah, you get like a little heart attack every time you go outside. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean. Are you a saucer sled guy? Or are you a snow tube person? What's like uh, your probably
1: when we were kids, just like a standard sled, we didn't really have saucers. Um, but we've we recently had the snow tubes and those were quite successful. The downside is if you go crazy, you hit a rock, you puncture your tube.
0: That's true. If you That's hit true. your
1: saucer, you're stuck in a rock, all you do is have like a scratch in the plastic usually. Um, I so remember I'm not yeah, answering remember, the question.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, I remember growing up doing the saucer sleds, yeah, but the rare treat of doing the snow tube you're on top of it you're mm-hmm. on top of the snow a little bit mm-hmm. and i mean you can fly you can seriously fly on a well-groomed track if it's
1: groomed and slickened a snow slickened? tube will just yeah. have
0: no friction um but sauce are fine too i mean i don't do like the long tobogganing things or like the those kind uh, of i think bobby. i've done it
1: once in my life and we were probably it's, at like you, a you have to have the right snow something.
0: it's got to be grooved well you got to have some height to it it's yeah. terrifying you can you can die right I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it happens. Um, this is a positive podcast. Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll so my last on. question, maybe the most important: mm-hmm. What is the Mark and family? What's the snowman look like? Like, what are you guys creating? Oh well, I start with a. Uh, what are large, the attributes?
1: A large round ball, and I put two more on top of it that are smaller. You're a classics guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Sometimes with that wet snow, you get over ambitious, right? you always get over and, and the the you, you roll that
0: sucker and then you lose interest and ball get, two and three are just like you don't care lift
1: up number two and if it's as big as you it's it's, it's like an atlas
0: stone at that point you know yeah
1: um, but i love putting little sticks in it for the arms um we don't you know we use rocks or something for the eyes
0: yeah i i i i'm usually out of out of coal at the time so you know and usually what oh, I'll you, do don't, is you don't you obviously...
1: don't keep uh, little balls of coal available just no. for
0: Oh. usually i'll just put i'll just give it my hat you know I'll, I'll have a cold head for a while but i'll put my hat on it go inside and then 20 minutes later i'll come outside and get my hat back but yeah um
1: I, if i do it in the backyard and i put a carrot in the nose the dogs inevitably steal the nose oh gosh. <laughs> and then my children yeah. have nightmares but <laughs>
0: honestly i just do sort of like a Voldemort thing i just kind of make an indentation oh. or like the idea of a nose i don't the, know the problem
1: is now i'll spend 20 minutes building though. the snowman and then my son he of course likes to knock it over right <laughs> boom yeah we don't
0: like we built one snowman and it lasted probably about five minutes.
1: What I do with it though is I then use those uh, bases and I, I use that to build my fort. That's the base for the fort, right?
0: So it's like a second, Hawk, a second right? life Everybody for Everybody plays hot in the winter. you got to have your base, your 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 operational headquarters, and uh, yes, that's it's. You can play King of the Hill with those bases. You can very important
1: lesson yeah. is to know when to throw a snowball and when to not throw an
0: ice ball. It's a very yeah. important difference. Is there ever time to throw an ice ball? Uh, but your enemies maybe maybe but, um <laughs> good so it sounds like you have a lot of really interesting takes on winter mark i appreciate your
1: winter activities and honestly i can't wait till it's over at this point so
0: me too bring me on too. the muddy
1: march please
0: uh yeah uh now to the takeaways and i yes. don't mean what what an englishman picks up his carry out um sports <laughs> okay. Yeah, I tried. It's a good joke. Yeah. So sports, um, hockey faces an uphill climb in a society where essentially, football reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, hopefully, the commissioner's listening, and he's going to take to heart all those amazing insightful points you made. Right. Yes. Um. Finance, all the chips are on the table. I hope the U.S. is not bluffing.
1: Do you guys like that? A little poker
0: reference. I hope so. I liked it. Okay. And then. The while so Mark, you have some pretty serious uh, thoughts about winter, and yeah, I tell you, buddy, uh, spring it's not really around the corner, so stay warm, uh, listen to podcasts. All I can say, mm hmm, wrap right episode 11, yeah, episode 11, episode 11. So, you at this point, you know where to find us, yes, and if you don't, uh, I'm not sure how you're hearing this, uh, but uh, thank you anyway. Uh, but for real, we're on YouTube, uh, we're on Spotify and Google podcasts and, um, tell a friend about us. And as always, thanks for listening. Um, until next week, Mark, uh, stay well. And this has been, let's Let's get into get into it.
1: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a research report, financial or life advice and does not constitute an endorsement of any product, service, individual or organization.